Hello everyone and welcome to a new and exciting episode of Cyber Prophets. Cyber Prophets, the podcast where we are prophesizing the future of technology. Once again, I am here sitting from my brother from another mother, Federico. Welcome back everyone. Hopefully you're going to learn new new concepts this time. Today we have prepared for you a kind of different topic. We're going to talk not about something disruptive and innovative, but about something that is well established and well known in the industry. What is today's topic, Federico? We're going to go deeper into how to get a job and learn some topics about Java, some things that can be useful for you. Exactly. Today, we're going to introduce you to three of the most classical questions in the Java interviews. In my personal experience, I work as a Java developer and in a period of my life, I was also conducting interviews. And these interviews that we're going to introduce you are ones that I noticed that are very common uh, in the industry. And of course, every Java developer should know them. Take this as a preparation toolkit if you're preparing for a Java interview. So uh, let's go for it, Federico. This time we're going to go into some questions that Edgar prepared in the past that can give you some highlights of, as I said, about the interviews in our blog. You will be able to go deeper into all of them. But for this case, we're going to focus in some of them that can give you a first introduction. Now, I'm going to start with the first question for Edgar. What are the main elements contained in the collections library? Yes, the answer is quite easy. There are three main elements contained there. These are lists, sets, and maps. And the three of them contain or like R interfaces, and they can be implemented uh, through several implementers that are also contained in the library. These implementers are, for instance, hash maps, and we can we can also have some specialized implementers that are specific for the use of concurrency in our application. Now I'm wondering, but how do you deal with people that memorize everything? Because some people just like are capable of remembering all these concepts without even writing anything. What what would be the strategy in your experience in the the interviews that you are? Yeah, so what we do is that we go one level deeper instead of just like asking the surface question we ask about the same topic but like one level deeper and in this way we make sure that the person really knows what he's talking about and it's just not like only memorizing the answer so how those questions will look like in that case i will ask you like what is the difference between a list a set and a map There are some subtle differences between the three elements. The first one, the list, uh, it is an order sequence of objects that is uh, very important. And lists may contain duplicates. These are two important factors. The lists are ordered and may contain duplicates. The second one is the sets, and these are unordered, 
and do not allow duplicates. So as you can see, it's like totally the contrary of the list. And in the third place, we have a map, and this is like a completely different uh, data structure. And that is an order sequence that consists of a of pairs of keys and values. And uh, it may contain duplicate values, but it may not contain duplicate keys. Now let's go to the next question. What is the method hash code? Yes, that is a tricky question. Uh, the method hash code is basically a method that internally uses a hashing algorithm and it returns the object's memory address in hex. Well, that's like the formal and easy definition. We can like go further and ask about the specific implementation, the specific algorithm, but I think this is enough for now. Now let's go a level deeper and proceed to understand how you will understand it differently and with a new question. What is the relationship between equals and hash code, Edgar? This is a tricky question and it is a very common one in all Java interviews, I think. And what happens is that by definition, if two objects are equal, then their hash code must be equal as well. Now, that implies that whenever we do an overwrite, we do an overwrite of the method hash code, then the method equals needs to be overriding as well. And it is a contract between these two methods. It has to be well established, and that means that uh, whenever we override one, we have to override the other as well. That is the relationship between these two methods. Perfect. And now let's go to the last question this, this time. What design pattern is implemented in the following piece of code? Edgar? Let's allow our audience to think for a couple of seconds. Did you get it? There are some hints that guide us on what kind of design pattern it has been implemented here. The first one is that it has an instance on itself and the instance is static. And the second one is that it has a private constructor. These two characteristics are a common implementation of a singleton. So the design pattern is singleton. Now let's go deeper into the singleton. And what consists of the design pattern singleton? Okay, so as, as we mentioned, there are two main characteristics of this design pattern. The first one is that it declares a static object of itself. And the second one, it has a private constructor. Making the constructor private assures that there will be no instances created during runtime. And that means that the only instance of the object that will exist throughout the application will be the static, the static object that is created within the class. 
So the main purpose of a singleton is to assure that only a single instance of an object exists at any time during the application. And this is uh, of particular interest when we are, for instance, when we have like a connection uh, to a database, it can be very useful that we only have one connection in order to avoid kind of like race conditions or like lock conditions and other kind of uh, abnormalities in the execution of our code. Thank you very much, Edgar, for sharing your experience and how you have how you dealt in the past with these questions. Do you have any suggestion for the people when they are searching for a job in how they should learn about these concepts or something that they can check in our blog? Yes. So first of all, uh, these are only three of the most typical questions that we have shown today. But in our blog, we have prepared actually a list of 50 questions that are present in Java interviews. So this can be like a Java interview toolkit. And if you're preparing for one, then we invite you to take a look at this uh, toolkit that we have prepared these 50 questions uh, to prepare you for the Java interview. And a second uh, recommendation will be that if you want to, okay, we know that all of these questions are only theoretical knowledge, but at some point you also have to practice your like practical skills to actually code. And for that, I will recommend to go to HackerRank. HackerRank has some really cool exercises and, and that you can test and they have already unit tests implemented in the background in order to test if your code is actually doing or like if it is actually behaving as it should. So this is an amazing tool that I personally use when I was preparing for an interview as well. And this will be my recommendation. Hopefully you have discovered new tools and new things in this adventure. But before we leave, I would like to invite you to subscribe to our channel to share it with your friends and also to our blog, because there we are sharing different knowledge. Anything that you, else you would like to add, Edgar? Yes, don't forget to subscribe. And we are bringing new and no, normally new and innovative topics every week. But from time to time, we will also like to contribute to your knowledge by bringing uh, some something that is very well established, something that is not so disruptive, but that can be also equally beneficial and can be applied in your everyday life. Thank you for your thoughts, Edgar, and see you the next time. Bye-bye.